With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! We are here to talk Lucha, and oh my god, is it a fucking war zone in the temple, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I am Mad Mike, you know who I am. With me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you? I am all kinds of happy after this week's episode. God, the Lucha, spoiler alert, keeps delivering. Yep, yep. Uh, you, you know, but, all right, before I, before I say it was about this, we have another guest, backed by popular demand-ish, our friend in the mainstream oh. media, Matt Carlin. That's right, Mike. I think thanks for that glowing introduction, and um, welcome to my personal prioritizing of professional wrestling. I've watched one professional wrestling show this week. It wasn't Raw. It wasn't SmackDown. It wasn't NXT. It wasn't Ring of Honor. It damn sure wasn't Impact. I'm sorry. It wasn't Impact Wrestling. No, no it damn it sure was wasn't. Underground. That's right. One wrestling show. I didn't even watch Raw this week. But I, oh, hell or high water, was I going to miss Lucha Underground to see the breakaway ceiling of Thario Quater's office come to use for one more time for everybody. Spoiler alert! Well, if you're watching this and you haven't watched I'm just, I'm just fucking around. And, and Matt, the only reason I said popular demand-ish is because you weren't demanded this week, but you had been demanded. Well, I was demanded back, and then... Didn't rank Lucha number one for that week, and so I'm not being requested back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the one week you come back, it's like, nope, nope. This. But I just want to send a coded message to El Hijo del Cueto. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Wait, are you, are Matt? Are you the boss? Are you the boss of the Crooked Cop? I'm playing the role of the mayor of Los Angeles in Lucha Underground Season 2. I just want to let you guys know. <laughs> Big reveal is coming up later this year. I get a little gray in the hair. I look like Colony. It's fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited. Mayor Carlin's! Oh, God. Uh, th- fuck. Th- this week's You're episode... You're my chief of staff. Didn't you remember? I, I didn't want to reveal that, but yes, I am chief of your staff. Anyway, um... <laughs> Eamon, Kuala Supalabra for this week's Lucha Underground. My word for this week on Lucha Underground is war. I can't do the yelling like Dario does, but yeah. Oh, you you can. Put some bass in your voice. Come on. <laughs> I, I can't do Dario Quato justice. Nobody can do Dario Quato justice. Let's be real here. All I, right. All right. Matt, Kuala Supalabra this week. Um, death, my favorite thing about Lucha Underground. De- I wait. I, I I should I should clarify. I'll clarify. Death. Death. Is it <laughs> dead this time. Oh. Oh. We'll, we'll oh, get oh, oh. They did. I mean, um, 
It seems very likely they're dead, but I can't say with 100% certainty. I'm going to have to tweet um, someone that we know and uh, just ask him for clarification. Yeah, and knowing him, he will not like, give like that up. It, like, is this for realsies, or is... Are, are they really dead, or is this, like, comic book dead? Are we going right. to retcon? Are we going to Infinity Gauntlet this? What are we going to do? All right, Oh, my God, please. Um... My palabra for this week, just like Mati of the fucking Planeteers, heart. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, fucking Captain Planet reference, motherfucker. Deal with it. All right. Um, we, don't, we don't talk about Turner products anymore. You know that. Not allowed. They got shut down. It's in 15 it, years, Mike. But you know what? Haggis Greedley isn't taking over the planet yet. It's only Donald Trump. Anyway, uh, Eamon, Qualis du Blarino this week. My bueno for this week. Uh, can we talk about that trios match? Ah, yeah, we can. <laughs> How great it was. Um, <clears throat> so in the beginning of the show, it started with Dario with Phoenix, Drago, and Aerostar talking, and I immediately thought, Holy shit, this is going to be amazing. This is the trios team they have to face uh, uh, the disciples of that. And then Dario was like, nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was a fake out. I'm like, nah, this is too good to be true. It's too good to be true. I like how he explained it, though, of them being in the trios tournament last year and losing, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, but they announced that Drago and Aerostar were going to have a match for one of the medallions. And Phoenix was going to team with PJ Black and Jack Evans in the Trios tournament. Um, holy crap, was that good. Like, that was unbelievably good. Um, Jack Evans continues to be one of my favorite characters in Lucha Underground right now. Jack and Evans just needs to be mic'd up for every match. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. <laughs> he just needs to be mic'd up. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, and I thought, I love, the, I love them kind of almost falling into that... Um, Son of Havoc, Evil East, and Helico realm of we don't like each other, but we'll work together, and we actually work together pretty well. Like, um, I like that they make for a pretty formidable team going into this. Um, uh, and the match was great. I really liked both sides of it. I thought you could, you really could tell from the Disciples of Death's work in this match that they really tried to play off the fact that they were working a bit harder now that Mortez was giving them their last chance. Like, I love that they put up... It felt like they were putting up more of a fight now. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the stuff they were doing was really, really great. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I mean, I said, I said when I was doing my live tweet, I want a team of Jack Evans and Kevin Owens, but neither of them ever get in the ring. <laughs> Just believe in yourself. When oh my god when he said just believe in yourself, I fucking lost like be, between that and pay attention. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Jack Evans was just, you know, it, it's it goes back to a thing I heard on Austin's podcast once. He said if you keep talking in the ring, like keep messing with your opponent, your matches are going to be infinitely better. Yeah, and Austin and, would do that. Like, people don't realize that, like, he was very much... Like, even if it was just like, oh, you son of a bitch, kind of, or whatever thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, he... that That's what people liked about Austin. Uh, I, I just really love it, because, like, for the longest time, to me, what I thought of Jack Evans was, oh, he's that guy that did, like, the hip-hop gimmick and did all those cool flips or whatever in Ring of Honor. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Now he, he's, his character is much more complex, 
and I really appreciate that that attention to detail. I, and, and he's, like I said, become one of my favorite characters now in Lucha. Yeah, all right. Uh, Matt, Koalas to Bueno this week. Uh, well, I was going to talk about Jack Evans too, but um, you guys kind of stole my thought. I just want to say that um, when Jack Evans does wrestle, he nails everything, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did not miss. And he is just doing his Jack Evans stuff, so he was unbelievable. Um, I think I'll you know, I'll go a little bit off the map. I'm going to give the good to them keeping Aerostar's botch in the match. Yeah! I, yeah! Right? You taped this shit nine months ago, but you know what? It, it, you know, there's, there is such a thing as something being too slick and being too produced to yep. the point where it takes you out of it and it starts to feel artificial. Just putting, letting one botch stay in an episode of Lucha Underground will alter my viewing experience going forward for hopefully for a long time and kind and of re-immerse me in the actuality that anything can happen and if something goes wrong, they're not simply going to cut it out and throw it on the floor that you might actually get to see it. So that's a right. very cool thing. But I also think they use the botch to tell a really great story throughout the match. Mm-hmm. And, and they really played up to the fact that, you know, Aerostar may have been injured. Uh, he did a great job, I think, of selling throughout and kind of... Um, he did a great job for selling for a little bit and then it was fly, fly, flippity, fly. Again. Well, yeah, because you're going to get <laughs> that. But, like, I love, like, you can, I can suspend enough disbelief to say, oh, you know, especially with people of that kind of style of wrestling, like adrenaline hits, they'll do all their flips and stuff like that. But then, like, like when Drago would hit him with something and he'd be on the ground, you could tell him it's kind of selling his leg. You know, when, and, I, and I appreciate that. And they did a great job of, the commentators as well, did an amazing job of telling that story after the botch. And botches happen. Like, it's, it's this, especially botches like that one where it's like someone trips or falls off the ropes. Like, if we're supposed to suspend disbelief and say that, oh, this is a wrestling match and this mm-hmm. is a competitive fight, not all competitors do their job perfectly every time. And That's right. And Mistakes happen. It. That's why there are errors in baseball. You know, Some people like, have literally bought careers on botches. Yeah. If this is supposed to be an, an illegitimate athletic competition that you're watching on TV, then accidents should happen every once in a while, and I think it's... I think it deserves some uh, some praise to Lucha Underground for leaving that in. And I honestly have no idea where the work begins. I don't know if they planned the botch. I don't know if they had to keep the botch because Aerostar decided to sell his leg for the rest of the match. Yeah, who knows? Well, I don't even... I'm just glad I they mean, did it. I mean, it, for me, it didn't look planned. But, like, I love to give all the credit in the world, I think, to Drago and Aerostar for using that botch and telling the story through the match with it. I thought that was super smart and super intelligent. And it yeah. made it, like... In my opinion, that was their best match they've ever had because of that. It was really good. It was really, really good. It was like the most important Aerostar has felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The show. Like, he was on there, and... He's like, one of my... Like, people love Drago, but, like, Aerostar, like, all that time they've spent on, like, his character and trying to turn him into something important so you don't get him confused with Arhenis anymore, um, it's finally paying off, and... And Aerostar feels like a star. Like it feels like he's probably not quite ready for Lucha Underground title. Not ready to get killed by Matanza just yet, but but uh, think, um, gift to the gods. Yeah, I can see it. Gift to the gods. Yep, that kind of thing. I, totally I, 
I, I know I say it all the time, oh, this person's one of my favorite characters on Reacher, but I really love Aerostar's kind of presence. Like, my favorite thing is, like, when he's in, when they had the office scene with Daria and Phoenix is, like, upset about the whole thing and, like, Drago's, like, kind of emoting this kind of, like, anger and, like, dragon kind of feel to him. And Aerostar is just straight-faced with his, like, glowing, like, spacesuit, <laughs> like, looking straight and being super serious. And I really enjoyed that. Like, like he portrays himself very well. Like, he's not just a dude in the mask, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, well, Me Bueno this week, oh, there's two things I want. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about the other one. So <laughs> I'm just going to say, that Disciples of Death scene, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you know, uh, r- real quick, Mike, and I don't want to steal your thunder, but... I, I, I watch Lucha Underground on my laptop sometimes in the morning while I'm getting the kids ready for school. And for this is the first time I've ever had to actively turn the laptop away from my children. So it's like not to view this horrifically violent scene that I love with all of my heart. Even I love with both of these hearts. You know, whatever. <laughs> they, they straight up went fucking Mortal Kombat. And it was amazing. Like, Katrina said that the disciples of death needed to do something to impress her, otherwise she would take them down. And which, which one was it? Was it... Uh, um, Sinestro de la Muerte? Sinestro de la Muerte, that's what I thought. Because uh, I knew it wasn't Barrio or Trece. Um, but yeah... By the way, so... I finally figured... My best part of that trio's match also was finally figuring out how, how to tell the disciples apart. Well, Trece is the one with the 13... With the 13 on his mask, which I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Barrio thirteen, Eamon. Obviously, Barrio Negro is like the kind of gold one, and then Sinestro del Marte is the other one. Barrio so. Negro is the full body now, suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but Sinestro <laughs> not anymore. He, though. He, he took Katrina's words to heart. Fucking hell! <laughs> to heart, get it? To heart, because he reached in and fucking pulled out the black, still-beating hearts of the other two Disciples of Death um, apparently absorbed their power <laughs> and became Lucha Voltron. He, okay, so he slammed... Like, if, he, if he just screamed out to Katrina, like, you haven't seen my final form yet! That would have been the most amazing thing I'd ever seen in my life. So they build up to this thing in that, in that backstage promo. And then he slams his hand into Barrio Negro. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. And he, like, when he rips it, and it's just dripping black, still beating hard, I just go, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and, all right, and the best part about it, and this will dovetail nicely into the main event that I'm sure we all want to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Um, as soon as that segment ends, as soon as, we get Mills' entrance. The first thing Vampiro says is that Mill has his hand like over his chest. And he's like, oh, oh he's, he's covering up that black heart or whatever he has in there. I'm like, I oh fuck, fuck yes, so good. Like, cause the announcers don't see these backstage segments. Yeah, they didn't see literal. Like, they don't even know it exists. I look forward to Matt Striker wondering what happened to the other two Disciples of Death next week. On, you know, we haven't seen Trace or Barrio Negro around in a while, Vampiro. I wonder what happened to them. Please, if he did, if he Anybody isn't worried about Big Rick, if he isn't worried about Big Rick, or, or Hernandez, 
for Blue Demon oh, Jr. Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Fortunately, they made a chart so you can keep track of all the dead people now. <laughs> the... the Oh fuck! All right, let's just talk about the main event, and then we'll talk about the best, then we'll talk about the, the Marvel post-credit scene. Casting of a departed to WWE wrestler of all time. They're just like putting Alberto Dario's face on the wall. Oh, oh my god! Like <laughs> that, that's worse than on NXT when they said that Samoa Joe came from obscurity. <laughs> Lucha is basically saying Alberto El Patron fucking died. He's dead. Like he's gone to the realm of the dead. Well, no, no, no. They didn't say dead. The League they said, of Nations. They said missing. Are they missing? Wait, let me, let me check. I was thinking. Oh yeah, no, that no. He's right. He's right. It did. The say only missing. one they said was dead was Bale. Okay, was... so basically they're saying WWE is a milk cart. Yeah, exactly. Like okay, all right, all right. We can nobody watches that, and nobody knows what's what happened to him. Once you're there, you might as well just disappeared forever. Which it was okay. So it was. The kids we're talking about now. So it was Hernandez, uh, Del Rio, Big Rick, Blue Demon, and there was a fifth person that I couldn't tell. Like you couldn't see. Yeah, I couldn't I, see who it I was couldn't either. Tell who it was. I it can't might... think of who it would be. Maybe who's Chavo? missing? Maybe who? Chavo? No. Possibly. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I know. But, but I, 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 as you know, Mike, I. Sometimes I've been known to go frame by frame through these uh, episodes every once in a while, and I was oh, seriously. Oh, I want to read everything that's on that wall. Well, I want to read everything on that fucking. I, I don't know if we'll be able to. I'll send you the screen grab, okay? Okay. I did but take yeah. a, a shot of the Bale dead poster for my oh, profile pic. You, <laughs> you should have had that been your profile pic for this for this show. Well, Bale dead. Damn it! <laughs> now you tell me. All right. For future for future episodes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, fuck. I mean, I love the Lucha Undercover storyline. This just makes me love it even more. Yeah. Because one of my and you know, you guys know this. One of my favorite things about wrestling is speculating and fan booking and stuff like that. Who the fuck is this guy's boss? Who's the mayor? Well, no, he's bigger than the mayor. mayor. Yeah, it's gotta be bigger than the mayor. I I have a feeling we're gonna be getting a, a character called El Presidente. <laughs> I, I like the president of Boyle Heights. I don't know. Maybe the mayor of Hollywood. Who who the fuck knows who this could be? <laughs> Who's <laughs> running this? I just want it to be Danny Trejo or Nicolas Cage. I don't know why. Yeah. Either of them will suffice. <laughs> but fuck it. You know it would be really great. If it's Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> That'd be pretty good, too, yeah. <laughs> How amazing would that be? Or if he just got, like, fucking Tarantino. Oh, my God, that might be even better. Like, just, just doing a gimmick, and, and you know it's Tarantino, but he's in a lucha mask. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like Daniel Craig being in Force Awakens underneath the storm. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, I, I just... I. I'm so invested in this one. I, yeah, I, I love that scene, and I love the fact that she, um, she, she like hid the missing guy posters like underneath the map, whenever the guy walked in. So, all right, um, do you guys think that she's Bale's sister? I, I because I think she's Bale's sister. Possibly. I think she's I mean, Bale's sister, and that's why she took this case. 
I don't know. I, I, we'll see. We'll see. There, there, there's more going on there. I'm glad there's an extra layer. There's many more layers. Now. And you know, and I will guarantee this. We're not finding out anything in this by the end of season two. There's no way. This is going to be all what season three is about. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be all season three because we didn't get a payoff from Matanza until what halfway through this season. <laughs> and Matanza was teased all of last season. I don't see how any of this undercover cop stuff is ever going to play out in front of the temple. You never know. The temple understands what's going on. I, I, I just want because Joey Ryan to arrest about, Dario. Like, <laughs> like, like I, I am, like many of you, I am vehemently opposed to Lucha Underground spoilers, but I do know that there are season three tapings going on right now. Um, not that I have any idea what's happening at those tapings, but I can't help but wonder if the schedule of the tapings is meant to keep fans in the dark Oh, long yeah. enough so that things that are happening here in Season 2 they will not be aware of, so they react a certain way to things that happen in Season 3, and then whenever they spring something on them in Season 3, it'll be after we've already seen something in Season 2. You know what I mean? Possibly. I, man, I just I just want to know more. I want to know fucking more. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I need it so bad. So, um, we skipped ahead. Kind of skipped a big thing. That main event, though. That main event, though. Um, Holy fuck. Super Hoss fight. Super duper Hoss fight. Like, you could tell they were both getting a little gassed, but it fucked it. It still worked. It still worked. Yeah. Just big dudes beating the shit out of each other. Like, it was fucking amazing. Like, I... I, (laughs) Like, this is, like, what they do, like, with, like... We've seen that all. This is the trope to be a uses all the time. Big dude versus big dude. What's gonna happen? Like, but this felt more energized, and it felt like so well, you know, much. You know what it is. WWE has a lot of big dudes. Lucha doesn't. Yeah. Lucha's comprised mostly of little guys. Like, remember, Johnny Mundo is one of the bigger guys they have. Mm. And, you know he probably could have qualified for the Global Cruiserweight Series. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's Matanza, Mill, Cage, Mac, and then Mundo, probably. Like, those, yeah. are the, those are the big guys, the physically large... And Tejano. But even Tejano's, like, short. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, I think the fact that you've built these two guys up in a way where they do feel, like, not just big in size, but big in importance, mm-hmm. like... The, uh, it made for such an epic feel to this, and and they weren't doing anything necessarily what pe- many people would consider spectacular, like clotheslines and punches and stuff like that. But they all looked great. Like it, it was really well done and really well executed. I will say, um, Matanza doing the rolling gut wrenches to Mill. Yeah, looked really good. That was yeah. really really good. And plus, they have two of the best characters as their managers too, with Dario and Katrina. Like Dario is my favorite fucking manager of all time. Like, he is such a good fucking manager. And he's not a... He's not in... He's an actor. And that, he's able that's to manage... That's why he's good. He's so good. Like, he knows his character motivation, and he knows what he's supposed to be doing. That way, he can improv it. 
And credit to him because he even bumped pretty much from that uh, that choke that Mill had him in. Oh yeah, he 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 took the big tree fall. Like when Townsend knocked him over, but like Mil- but he basically still took a bump like on the mm-hmm. floor. Like that, you know. Credit to him. Like it, I I really really am enjoying what he's bringing to the table. Um, the crowd the crowd wasn't ready to see Dario take that no. bump there toward that match because they were all like, "Oh my God, Dario got knocked over!" You know, <laughs> it means something when you when you get Dario. It, it, we haven't seen that since not the just first... because the character doesn't take damage too often, but because you know people know you know the guy behind this. So whenever he does that, I think it it's shocking. You know, and also we have works on two levels. We haven't seen him get like physically done done anything to you by a wrestler since the very first episode with him and Johnny Mundo. Yeah. I think that's also really I think funny. it was the second episode, but yeah. First or second. Like it was the one where he wouldn't right give after, him the money. It was right after the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't give him the money for the thing. Yeah. But yeah, fucking great. Just so Plus, good. Katrina going after Matanza was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love that. Like just and even like no fear on her eyes, just like settle miedo. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking great. Um, but, and also the the big bump at the end. Jesus Christ! Did you guys know it was coming? Because as soon as they got up there, I'm like, they're going through that fucking roof. Well, they I knew they were going, going do through something. that roof. Or they were clearly going to do something. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Whenever they go up there for any of this stuff, it always fucking scares me because there's no goddamn railing on that roof. So oh my, my god! When Matanza's when one of Matanza's legs went off, I'm like, yeah, oh my god, that w- that was not supposed to happen. Like, like, like he, I he thought for real, he was just gonna get thrown off of this roof. And and it, like you just, especially when they're wearing masks and stuff like that, you never know what can happen in that scenario. And like, credit to them. Um, one, I knew there was gonna, yeah, I think we knew there was gonna be a big bump. I didn't expect it to be the fucking flatliner. I uh, I kind of did. I kind of did. Like. I didn't. I didn't know if they were both gonna go through. I knew someone was. But I, I just someone was. So much credit in the world to them, for taking that bump. Mm-hmm. And but also like yeah, mate, we've said it before because when like Phoenix got chokeslammed at one time by Mill, like yeah, there's probably a crash pad or whatever. But when you're falling in that way, like 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 Mill has to trust the fact that there's something that's going to catch his fall. Mm-hmm. Like that is so fucking scary. Like, yeah, not to mention, Matanza's looking straight down at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's looking straight down at where he's going to end up. That has to be frightening. That has to be. Uh, but, and I um, think it was the perfect ending to keep those two guys on the same level. Oh, yeah, it was kind of like the finish that they had with uh, Mac and Cage with the cinder block up there. Yeah, but I, I don't think either of them should have taken a loss. Which I think I think it was great that they made it a no contest and, and mm-hmm. you know and the ending with Dahlia yelling war at uh, at uh, Katrina and Katrina yeah. just staring because he at ran him. up there too and I love how like you can tell Dario's personally invested in Matanza mm-hmm. Katrina was just kind of straight chilling yeah more than just almost like she's got a piece on the side well yeah well yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but Muertes is more of a tool in a sense for her. Like you said, there's a bloodline between Dario and Matanza, so there's a level of connection there. Um, so yeah, I I, I, love, I just love that man of that. It was so good. Okay, and uh, before we get to rankings, which <laughs> it's gonna be real spoiler alert. Ugh. 
Numero uno. But um, there's two other things we have to talk about because this episode was jam fucking packed. Um, next week we get Cage in a Cage, guys. Cage in a Cage. Cage in a Cage. Cage in a Cage. That promo with Johnny Mundo is fucking amazing. Oh god, so, so good, so good. Like, like, and the Lucha, the the at Lucha El Rey account, they coined it perfectly. They're like, "Hey dog, I heard you like cages, so we put a cage in a cage." <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect tweet. Oh. But the other thing, Jesus uh, Christ! Wait, did you ha- did you have anything, Matt, for the? Cage I, I just wanted to say that yeah, Johnny Mundo was amazing and. Created three hashtags in like the span of thirty seconds. <laughs> cage in a cage, slam town, recycled, and classic Quato. Classic Quato. So, classic Quato. Classic Quato. I just love that. Like even when Dario does like rotten stuff to Johnny Mundo, Johnny's just like, ah, oh, that Dario Quato. What a, what a kidder, man. Yeah. To be fair, that's like putting making Cage a match, uh, making Mundo have a match. That's not bad. That's kind of expected. It being a cage match with Cage, that's the classic Quito. Yeah, <laughs> that's the cla- that like like oh Johnny wants to send his woman in here to get a medallion. Fuck you, mm-hmm. Cage in a cage, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, so the other match we're gonna get next week, guys. Jesus fucking Christ! Four team trios elimination oh, championship yeah. match. What the shit? And and. The the people in like uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. the teams are crazy, right? The teams Joey Ryan, are insane. Joey Ryan, Joey Ryan the crew. The crew. Yep. Mysterio, Dragon Azteca, and, and Puma. Puma. Uh, Jack Evans, PJ Black, Phoenix, and teams and, just from trios. That's gonna be the best match of all time. Jesus Christ! I I don't even. Uh, my body is not ready for that match. Oh my god! I don't know what preparations I have to do, but I don't know if it will be ready by Wednesday. Oh god, it's gonna be I so. I don't know. Good. Like, remember when the show kind of like eases you in, and then like they'll just like drop like three straight weeks and, of just and like you, you know that's gonna be the first match. Well, I don't know what they're gonna leave with. I, but, I mean, they got It's gonna be a two-match no, show. I, is there time for anything else? I would imagine the cage match is last because cage match. Well, I gotta set up the cage first, and then it's easier to take down. It depends on how the cage looks. Like, yeah. Well, actually, no, because they've had a cage match before. Yeah. I mean, but fuck, if they start us off with that trios tag title match. That that's that's just no lube. That's just going straight in. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking amazing. <laughs> yes, <That> is it <laughs> is. <laughs> Fuck. Um, was there anything? Action. Was there anything that we missed on Lucha? I think we covered everything. I think we got everything. Um, I'm trying to think if anything slipped through. But goddamn, I hope Dario knows a good roofer. He's <laughs> <laughs> gotten it fixed once or twice. I I assume Famous B was a roofer before he was a wrestler. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But fuck. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I already spoiled mine. Number one for Lucha with a bullet, or with two hearts. Uh, Matt, how about you? Rankings? Uh, yeah. Well, as I mentioned, I only watched Lucha this week, and that's because Lucha's number one. So. <laughs> yeah, I got. 
I can't figure this much. That's uh, straight up science for everybody. Amen. How about you? Ranking. Not only are we gonna what's I uh, gonna be preemptively say Lucha was number one. I'm gonna, I may just preemptively say Lucha is number one next week as well. <laughs> Without even seeing it. <laughs> It looks that good. Like, oh, I'm so excited. It really does. It really, really does. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah. All right, so we, we all put Lucha number one this week. Like, remember how we said we didn't think Lucha would be able to outdo themselves week after week? Jesus Christ. They yeah. pretty much have. And we still got so much coming. Like, it, it, I'm so excited for what the like Ultima Lucha is gonna whenever it gets Ultima Lucha is gonna be the four hour Ultima Lucha is gonna be insane a fuck fest like <laughs> I almost want us to to not do a midweek war after the first week of Ultima Lucha and just watch like watch, watch the whole show whole. watch it as a whole and then just do an hour long podcast just on that. I'd be told down that. But okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it, if you guys want us to do something like that for Ultima Lucia, if you want us to review it as a whole instead of in parts, like it's probably going to be shown, uh, let us know on the Facebook page. Uh, but I think that might be what we lean towards doing, just so we can cover every fucking thing. Um. All right, so, uh, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon2Please. You can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Inspire Pro Res, and check out the event we're doing in Austin, Texas this Sunday over at InspireProWrestling.com. All right, Matt, how about you? Uh, find me on the Twitter machine at MainstreamMatt with one T. Um, go check out the IndieWrestling.us. Uh, for my weekly Around the Indies column, every once in a while, some of our old friends from Lucha Underground will pop up. Um, there's even this guy who looks an awful lot like Bale that we mention every once in a while. It's kind of weird. Um, but maybe my mind's just playing tricks on me. And uh, Mike, I just want to say it's been really awesome uh, being back here on the uh, Midweek War um, and hanging out with you guys. And uh, But, you know, nothing lasts forever. In fact... Um, Ah, oh, jeez. I think there's a quote I want to use for an occasion like this and just let you know that uh, life is just a party and parties weren't meant to last. So uh, take it away and we'll see you around the bend. Oh, we go. All right. I have no idea. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.